Morena, and welcome to the Dawn Chorus. I'm Bernard Hickey. This is my daily podcast that goes out with my email newsletter uh, to paying subscribers via Substack. Uh, it's called The Kaka. I tend to focus on Aotearoa's political economy and how it affects housing affordability, climate change and poverty reduction. And a big part of that, of course, is the cost of living. We had a, an election all about the cost of living in which the focus was very much on inflation and mortgage rates. And the just formed coalition government of National Act and New Zealand First essentially was voted in on the promise it would lower the cost of living or at least reduce some of those cost of living pressures for what it called the squeezed middle. Uh, one way it did, did that, of course, was to promise tax cuts for what it said were low to middle income earners and and to talk uh, tough about forcing the Reserve Bank to be more aggressive on keeping inflation low and being very focused on keeping inflation low. So what's actually happening with inflation and interest rates and what are we seeing uh, coming out of the various price setters in the economy at the moment, particularly the ones who are have the power to set them price directly. They're not subject to a market. They essentially have control of the price. So these are councils, uh, government departments, um, utilities, the sorts of uh, unable to really complain about uh, prices. Well, what we know is that the government's been in power for um, really just over a couple of weeks and is now going through the process of having its first cabinet meetings and uh, starting its legislative program in Parliament. Uh, MPs were sworn in yesterday and we're now about to engage in a frenzy of legislation to repeal a whole bunch of things and change a whole bunch of legislation. In particular, uh, the Reserve Bank Act is going to be changed, Three Waters is going to be repealed, um, the various replacements for the Resource Management Act are going to be repealed, and uh, the government is actively doing things such as freezing investment decisions by Waka Kotahi NZTA and Kainga Ora, and uh, essentially saying to government departments and councils who remember often depend on the government for all sorts of uh, um, uh, capital grants and uh, help with investing in transport and uh, water and the likes that there is no money for them so councils are in a difficult position particularly the growth councils so we're talking here about uh, Auckland Tauranga Hamilton, Wellington, Christchurch and Queenstown. Most of them are now up against their debt limits when it comes to uh, capital spending uh, sources. That means that because uh, they are limited to 280% of their revenues and they're only able to increase their revenues through rates and fees and charges, Many of them are increasing their rates dramatically. And we've seen just in the last couple of weeks a significant amount of 
uh, are rates increases coming through at double digit rates. So over 20% in Hamilton, um, double digit rates in uh, uh, Queenstown, uh, Wellington, Christchurch, 9.4% in Tauranga. So these rates increases are coming through because the mayors and councillors say they're not getting any help from the government to fund all the extra infrastructure for all the extra people and that the funding system is broken. National has proposed a couple of things which might address this. A national infrastructure bank has talked about what it calls city investment deals and it, it uh, is looking to cut spending on the likes of cycleways and walkways and uh, all this means that councils feel they have no choice but to put up rates dramatically. We're also seeing significant uh, investment being pushed down to users in the form of user charges, the prospects for congestion charges and water charges for those who are able to charge for water. In effect, we are seeing the results of 30 years of underinvestment in infrastructure clashing with massive population growth and a cross-party approach to the scale of government the purpose of government and the scale of its debt and tax levels relative to GDP, that mean there is structural, ongoing and painful underinvestment in infrastructure, allied to a, an unspoken but very real uh, policy across parties of very strong population growth. And um, that's continuing. Um, the end result, though, is not the low inflation that was promised by the government in coming. Because of these increases in government fees and charges, including some from the central government, so we're seeing a big increase in immigration fees, uh, passport fees, uh, fees by various government departments for uh, all sorts of bits and pieces as, as uh, departmental heads are pressed to come up with fresh money and to offset um, spending increases elsewhere. You're starting to see inflation from these fee government fees and charges, domestic inflation, start to um, significantly increase. And it's something that the Reserve Bank is worried about. The irony here is that just as inflation is really coming off the boil in the rest of the world, in fact falling quite sharply, and that's translating into lower mortgage rates, New Zealand is not seeing the same. So yesterday the Reserve Bank Governor Adrian Orr um, was in an interview that was broadcast yesterday saying that um, anyone hoping for early rate cuts should tie hole, and that uh, there's significant inflation pressures in New Zealand that need to come off first. And he particularly referred to high net migration and, and also the effects of profit-led inflation. Uh, so uh, we have government that promised low inflation, but we have high inflation staying here for longer and high mortgage rates staying here for longer when the rest of the world is seeing falling inflation and falling mortgage rates. I'm Bernard Hickey. That was the Dawn Chorus for Wednesday, the 6th of December. 
I'm Bernard Hickey for the Kaka. Namihi nui to all of the paying subscribers to the Kaka who give me the support and time to do this sort of work. Kaki te anō.